This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. It might today. Alright, 5.02, I gotta be honest, this is one of those days I wish I was somewhere in middle America with Rutgers, but here I am. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? Across from me, his name is Al George Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. What a weekend of football there was yeah. to unpack yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think we start, I know, listen, we are a Giants station, the Giant game was over Saturday night. I think we start uh, recency bias here, Jerry. We start Cowboys-Niners since that was the game that was Agreed. on last night. Yeah. Uh, people uh, may have fallen asleep. Uh, people maybe not. But anyway, Jerry, uh, your Cowboys lost. Yeah. My Cowboys as well. I'm a Cowboy fan. Well, your Niners at least advanced. <laughs> Luckily, I had one team advanced, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was one of those things where uh, they were kicking field goals. Niners are better. Niners are better. The Niners are better. This is what I took from the weekend. Yeah. The Eagles, clearly better than the Giants, which is why I took them Friday. I mean, I thought if Jalen Hurts was Jalen Hurts, the Giants had no chance because they were a dominant team before he got hurt. And the Niners have now won 12 straight games. And this is what I took from watching the game yesterday. And then, by the way, the Niners kicked a lot of field goals, too. I mean, the Cowboys did a good job after the two DAC interceptions of limiting them to field goals. Although I was praying at first, it looked like after that brutal interception to Fred Warner, where the Cowboys were at least going to take the lead, you thought, into halftime. It looked like the Niners were happy to be tied, and they're letting the clock. I'm like, good, great, go to go to halftime tied, because if he makes a couple of throws with Gould, they're going to take the lead. And then, of course, they realize, what are we doing? Let's. This is what I don't understand about the NFL and never have, and I think we've talked about this. How one team looks like they've got seven guys on defense, and guys are running free. And the other team looks like they're playing 11 on 17. Yeah. I mean, you tell me, Dak's interceptions, unacceptable. I agree. I'm not, no excuses. But where were the open receivers? They looked like the Niners had three guys on. It was unbelievable. It seemed to me like C.D. Lamb was the only guy God. catching balls. Right. Where was Michael Gallup yesterday? T.Y. Hilton makes a catch in the first quarter. Did he leave after that? Yeah, I actually wanted to. I, I forgot to check. I wanted to see how many catches C.D. Lamb had because it seemed like. He had, I wrote it down. I think he had six. 
seven or and he had 112 yards received. I think he had like nine or ten. I think it was ten catches on 13 targets. I think I watched. The, I watched the first half live. Went to bed. Came in this morning. Watched the second half, and he seemed like the only receiver in the second oh, half. Every was play was like. Well, CD Noah Lamb, Brown CD got CD hurt, Lamb. which well, not that he's a big target, but he's been a pretty good third down type of guy when you don't expect it. He got hurt. Gallup was invisible. Now, in fairness to Michael Gallup, there was one play in the fourth quarter where Dak just flat out missed him. He beats the cornerback off the line, takes the in route, and instead of Dak leading him down the middle of the field, he throws it a little bit to his left. He had a turn, couldn't redirect. So in that case, uh, that was on Dak. But, I mean, non-existent for the most part. Even um, Dalton Schultz was okay, but eh. And he screws up late, so here we go. The, you want to know the ball? I'll give you the, the catches to your point. The catches in the game, I think I had it. It was 10 for one, not one, not 112, 10 for 117. So 10 catches for CeeDee Lamb on 13 targets. Dalton Schultz, five catches on 10. And then T.Y. Hilton had one ball thrown to him. Michael Gallup had three balls thrown to him, no catches. They did not put up a lot of offense, Jerry. Just 282 yards uh, total for the Cowboys running, passing. Oh, it was, it was, it was terrible. It yeah. was terrible. You felt like they couldn't do anything aside from one drive. Like, they couldn't move the ball. What did you make of this, Jerry? Cowboys punting fourth and 10 with two minutes had to play. To. Oh, you had to. You that had was to. a no doubt about it. Yeah, they, because they were on the 15 yard line. They couldn't move the ball two inches. Dak almost got killed on third down, and you had three timeouts in the two-minute warning. You had to. The problem was the defense didn't get the stop that they needed to. If you would have gotten the three and out, they would have gotten the ball back with 145 and better field position than they gave it up. The problem is they allowed the Niners to get a big first down. The fact that they even got the ball back was only because Mitchell runs out of bounds. Otherwise, the Niners run out the clock. But yeah, you had to, I, that to me. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, do you go for this? I'm like, you can't. They couldn't move the ball a yard. So I, yeah. Oh, was I was happy to see Brett Maher, Maher, kick a couple field goals. <laughs> and you watched the game. I know you. I did. know. I get it's panicked when Maher. I start to talk. Brett Maher. Brett Maher. Well, he also missed an extra point, and yes. don't tell me it was a block. That thing he shanked left. Well, that's what. Uh, God. Oh my God. And that hurts. Greg Olson said, he goes, that was being shanked completely left yes. anyway. I mean, he got he lucky basically, he got blocked because then he could be like, oh, Scotty. Except the fact that it barely got off the ground. It almost hit the defensive lineman in the face. Yeah. I know on the hand, but he was missing that. But he makes the field goals, which is, and I thought there were, there was one opportunity. They had the ball and I wound up, I think it was on the, it was on the Warner interception drive at the end of the second quarter. They had a fourth and... I think it was like fourth and five. It's where Dak scrambles for the first down from the 30. I think it was from the 35-yard line. All season long, the Cowboys kicked that field goal from 53 yards. The guy's been money all season long, especially from fit. But that's where he changed the game yesterday. Now, a couple other things there, Jerry. A couple? First of all, Jerry Jones... I feel uh, bad for Jerry Jones. uh, Nothing changes about Mike McCarthy's future. I'm glad to know you got his name right. After the, which one? Both Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones? Yes. Nailed both of those. Yeah, what would you like to hear first? You want to hear him talk about that? Because in that same clip, he actually, um, no, maybe it wasn't the same clip. Good morning. It was not that same clip. That was, that was when he was asked about McCarthy. You want to hear him say, apologize to everybody? 
Jerry Jones apologizing? And in this right. clip, when I tell you he looks like he's about to cry, I would like to hear his this. eyes are red, and I feel bad for him. He owes me an apology. He owes you nothing. We've got a lot of room sick players and coaches to go along with some literally hundreds of thousands of Cowboy fans that are old that are sick. Jerry, obviously, you I'm mentioned sorry. Hmm. Yeah, he is sorry. I appreciate that. Apology accepted, Jerry I Jones. hope he makes it through the offseason. What do you mean? Before the season began, he was talking about how his days were numbered. His days can't be numbered, uh, Jerry. I'm just telling <gasps> you. I would have to go back and find it. Really? But he was very emotional before the season began. What? Basically talking about how he doesn't have many seasons left. No, he de- that he doesn't. You remember that. But I, you remember him saying yeah, that? We played that clip. Kind of. I'd have to go back and find it. Seems like a young man still. He's virile. He's always chasing the ladies in Dallas still. He's got to be 82, would you say? Yeah. Right? I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, he bought the team. How Just Google ago? it. 30 Google something it. years ago. I am Googling it. You. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ben, did you see this? There's no video of it yet. I haven't seen the video. He's 80. He's 80? Yeah. Uh, there, I didn't have not seen video. By the way, my mother just turned 80. I couldn't imagine her owning the Cowboys, though. That'd be cool. That would down be, to me. That would be awesome. Um, Mike McCarthy shoved the cameraman. Oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, Bill Parcells used to do that. Belichick really? has done that. Yeah, it could be because, especially when you lose, it's like I, the guy's right in front of you. Get the hell out of here. I saw a still photo of it. Yes. They have a very clear still photo. I'm sure there's video somewhere that will surface. Oh, it'll surface. They have video of Cowboy fans killing each other at AT&T Stadium yeah. at the watch party after the game. I'm sure they'll find They got cameras on on wires I'm sure there's a video shot of Mike McCarthy shoving a cameraman somewhere. Yeah, that viewing party at AT&T Stadium didn't go well. No. Cowboys fans got angry after the A lot of stressed out people. (laughs) Right, so they're fighting each other. Uh, Cowboy Niner game, the best game of the weekend, though, yes? As far as... No, I would say probably Jacksonville, Kansas City was. What? I I thought the game... I I didn't think it was a great game. It was a lot of defense, which was good, but I thought it was... Actually, it was a bad game. I, it was not very exciting. End of the day, it's still the Jaguars, though, Jerry. I don't know. I can't claim that. I agree. But you had Mahomes hobbling around on yeah, one leg. That was cool. Making crazy throws. You had the interception and the fumble where the Jaguars still had a chance. You got Kelsey making plays. It was cold. I, I actually thought that the first game was the best game of the week. By the way, weekend. I felt this way, too. So Patrick Mahomes gets injured. Early. It was yeah. like first quarter, right? Or second quarter. And Chad Henney comes right in, drives him 98 yards down the field. Then he comes hobbling back on? Yeah. That was, uh, uh, how would you say, Jerry, um, uh, selfish. <laughs> I found it selfish. Because he came guess. back playing. There was no, Chad Henney, they I were winning that game with Chad Henney yesterday, uh, Saturday. I mean, he was 5 of 7 for like 25 yards. And Isaiah Pacheco was the reason yeah. why he scored. He ran for 35 yards on that one play. Well, we only got to see the one drive, but he was so smooth. By the way, I, I thought of that too yesterday, or Saturday, watching that. When you do have a real veteran backup, mm-hmm. and your first string quarterback is really good, and a guy can come in in that situation and 
look so yeah. smooth and not nervous. Very comforting. Oh, my gosh. Like if Cooper Rush would have had to have come in yesterday, yeah. having played really well the first five games of the season or second five after the first game, you would have felt very comfortable he would go in there and do the job. Right. and Because I, I was thinking of that situation, right? Your Chad Henney haven't played all year, yeah. really. But a couple of mop-up duty thingies. And the atmosphere, you're you're in the playoffs, and now Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, and just go out there and just win, baby. Yeah, you can say that, but at the same time, you look at look at the Niners. Look at what they've done. I mean, they had a rookie backup who was the last pick in the draft. Yeah, and he's done nothing. But I think he's eight. I think he's eight and zero as a starter, nine and zero in games now. I mean, you got to be kidding me! And he doesn't, you know. I don't know. He doesn't make any mistakes. He's calm, cool, collected. I mean, you would think he's the 15-year veteran. Yeah. I was very impressed by him yesterday. Really was. But Even that... when he gets hit, he doesn't lose the ball. Yeah. And he got hit a few times yesterday. Never lost the ball. And and even when he's scrambling, looking way down the yeah. field. Like, I can't, aside from, you know, I'll tell you. What is that? You've got notes, Jerry? I have notes because this was... Where the game was different. Turning point? Yes, 100%. For which game is this now, turning point? The Cowboy-Niner game. Okay. And I'm sure you didn't see the second half live, so I'm sure I would think this had to have been on the highlight package that Try you watched. Me, Jerry. The McCaffrey scoring drive. Mm-hmm. You had the two holding penalties on the Cowboys. No, we don't get those in the highlight package. They didn't package. show you that? Not the holding penalties, nope. Oh, that's, see, that's brutal yeah. because... They had a holding penalty on Jonathan Hankins, but more than that, and I'm not saying it wasn't legit, it was. More than that, it looked like the Cowboys had stopped the Niners and they were going to kick a field goal, but there was a holding call in the secondary on Donovan Wilson. And it was legit. I'm not saying it wasn't, but it's still one of those things where you make the great play and then all of a sudden, like two seconds later, flag comes up on the bottom. Like, come on. Whatever. After Even after that, he throws a pass that gets deflected. When I tell you it hit Trayvon Diggs right in the hands, and he dropped it. Dropped. That's the difference right there. Yeah. The Niners caught there, too, and Diggs missed his. That would have been Cowboys ball, tie game, going the other way, stopping what was a 10-play, 91-yard drive that took six minutes. That game changes on that play. Mm Got to make those plays. The Niners did. Cowboys didn't. And the uh, big catch of the day yesterday, which just hit the high re- highlight reel, was uh, Kittle. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, I'm juggling aware. catch, bounced it off his face mask, caught it. Yeah, I'm aware. Did you see? Who, you saw that. So you made the tackle. Who? This is mind blowing. Neville Gallimore. Who's this? He's a defensive tackle. Oh, who was running with Kittle? <laughs> he was covering him. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if he was covering him or, as it turned out, Kittle released. He followed him. So you got this 320-pound defensive tackle trying to chase George Kittle. Diggs, I guess, I think it was Diggs, goes in for the interception, misses it. If Gallimore wasn't there, Kittle gets up and probably runs for a touchdown. Yeah, that was a that. Here's the problem with George Kittle. I like him. Yeah, he's very likable. At the Super Bowl in Atlanta, he not only gave Matthew the time of day for a photo, he actually talked to him for mm-hmm. like two minutes. Yep. And could not have been a nicer guy. What city was that? I think that was Atlanta. It was the only one Matthew came to with us. Was Craig at that one or no? What year was that? I don't remember. No. I, I thought. No. Then it must have been with. It wasn't. Yeah, cause, uh, it was Geo still. Oh, okay. Because uh, Kittle, I just remembering Kittle it be, being great with your kid, and I thought he was with Craig's kids Might as have had well. him a couple of times. Yeah, maybe I just it was. know in Atlanta, phenomenal. Yeah. Hey, two guys. 
Kittle and Saquon Barkley were very nice. Could not have been nicer. For the children, Jerry. Yeah, no, they were great. So, uh, good for him. Good for Purdy. Purdy. And the Niners. I tell you what, you've got two games this weekend. I know, and, and I know I've, I've had this argument with Sal in the past, too. You know, we're, and he and others are like, this is the best weekend of football, the divisional round. I've always said to me, it's the championship Sunday. I, to me, there's nothing better because everything's on the line. Winners in the you're that close, you'll lose, you go home. Um, Bengals, Chiefs, and in can none of this nonsensical yes. dome stuff somewhere Thank else in the you. country. We're going to Kansas City, Bengals, Chiefs, and you've got the Niners and that defense and the rookie traveling to Philly against a team that looks like they are oof, hitting on all cylinders. Yeah. It's a pretty good Sunday coming up. It is a pretty good Sunday. And I'll be flying home from Iowa and miss most of it. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking that watching the uh, Bengal-Bills game and just the beauty, the visual, the atmosphere, the snow, the wind. Everything. Everything. And to think that if the Bills advanced, they were going to some dome. Yeah. I was like, get lost. Yeah. Well, have, you know what? Let's hold this for next because we got to get to the Giants. We'll get to that game. Yes. And how about this conversation that they're contemplating? No. Title games, no, in different cities. Yeah, no, no <laughs> get, I'll accept get that. lost is right. I'll accept that if those title games are in snow cities, <laughs> not domes or beautiful cities. All right, quick break. Five seventeen. We are just getting started. So much to do, and then Boomer and Geo at six on this football Monday on the fan.